That's how it starts. The fever, the rage, the feeling of powerlessness that turns good men cruel. Welcome, I'm Andrew Dice. And I'm Stephen Colbert. And this is Batman v Superman by the Minute, a podcast devoted to rewatching and discussing Batman v Superman one single minute at a time. The minute we are here to discuss is minute 118, a minute that has a lot to tackle following on the heels of the reveal of Martha Kent's current state, courtesy of Lex Luthor. Let's just keep this action and intensity up. Uh, Steven, you ready to dive into this minute? I am ready to dive into this minute. Let's do it. To save Martha, bring me the head of the bat. Ah, mother of God! Would you look at the time? When you came here, you had an hour. Now it's less. Lex has gotten a bulk of the plot across in the previous minute i feel like this one is now him just kind of you know adding a little bit more flash making all of this kind of contributes to a really fancy exit from the scene and i appreciate it i don't mean that as a negative yeah he's just peacocking at this point totally you have to kill the bat or martha dies no question about that he adds this this detail which i guess I've never thought about it until i look at it at, at this close a level but he says the cameras are waiting at your ship and we kind of get another detail of like why Lex may have wanted to to make the the ship site. It's it's implied here that this is going to be the culmination of his plan, and it is, but in ways that we don't yet realize. There's going to be cameras waiting there for when you show up with the head of the bat, and you will be on camera for this reveal that he's working towards, which is allowing the whole world to see what a fraud he is, to see. As he says, the holes in the holy, the almighty comes clean about how dirty he really is when it really counts. Again, I think I feel like he's got Superman down on his knees and now he's just like, tap, 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 tap. Yeah. Well, and it's very borderline homage even to the Joker in the Dark Knight at the end of the interrogation scene. He says something along those lines. when When the chips are down, they'll show you who they really are. And it's kind of that same sort of Sophie's Choice or kind of impossible, you know, the Kobayashi Maru situation. I think what's what's really interesting about this though is that as the audience, especially like the first time watching it, him saying the cameras are waiting at your ship is such a clear like telecast or like a broadcast of here is what is going to happen because we just saw him initiate the creation of Doomsday. And even like on a first time viewing, if you hadn't seen trailers or whatever and didn't know it was going to be Doomsday, you still knew something was he had a it was a trap at the ship. But there's so many layers to what's going on on top of it that I don't even recall if the like being in the audience the first time having the wherewithal to like connect the dot that far because all all of this urgent stuff is right up in your face in the same way that like Superman doesn't really have the leisure right now to say, oh, why? Why my ship? Why cameras? What's going on? Yeah, can we go back to your hand? Yeah. As Lex says here, the mother of God, look at the time. <laughs> and it's like the biggest dick move ever when he's like, when you came, you had an hour. Now it's less. Uh, which I think I mentioned that at the at the beginning when he initially cranked the timer. But like the cojones he's got to be like, oh, yeah, no, I was running the timer that whole time. 
Like that whole yeah. time when I was like being philosophical and and like waxing poetic about the nature of free will and all that, the timer on your mother's life was ticking down and I didn't tell you yet until just now. <laughs> Mother of God, nice. I like that you call out that I, I think I feel or felt like Clark in those moments where we're kind of sitting there going, wait, what? Like just kind of stunned about like this sudden game that, that he's been thrown into that he didn't fully realize. And now is just sort of, yes, Lex said fly away and Martha dies. So Superman kind of has to stay there. But even if he didn't say that, I feel like Superman would still just kind of stay there stunned. We we reached the 32nd mark of the minute and Lex's uh, helicopter returns and he does his strut back on, you know, halfway through the minute onto the helicopter. And we get this, Again, his music rises. This yeah. this was his big movement and the, the helicopter flies away and there's just a lot of power in seeing Superman standing, watching anyone fly away. Right. Well, and also as it comes in, he's still holding the pictures and he, he drops one of the pictures. He's just been shaking holding these pictures and then he drops one to the ground and then the helicopter comes in and, and blows them all away. Which reminds me of, I don't know if there's really a strong thematic tie even, but just in terms of like the ethos of the scene, it goes back to the very beginning when Lois goes up there and he says, it will all blow away like sand in the desert. And so then to have that end with, that was after they got off the helicopter the first time. And so now the helicopter is, he must have had a signal with them or something to know, okay, when I say this, bring the helicopter back. Because it shows about the roof. Or he had it perfectly timed out, maybe. If he had it time, timed out, there's like little tape marks on the on the, uh, on the the roof where he's supposed to be standing. Go D, go D. <laughs> right. This is, a, this is actually a callback. We didn't realize that the basketball game was foreshadowing. Right. <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah, swish. And the, and, but the way that this ends, though, that this, as the, as the concluding minute of the rooftop scene, which of the many, many segments of this movie that are perfectly minute by minute segmented, the fact that this one, then the, the concluding minute opens with like 30 seconds of him just saying, you know, go to the ship, bring me the head of the bat, all that stuff. And then the last 30 seconds or last, I don't know. 20, 20 seconds, because there's another bit at the end there, is just Lex rides away in the helicopter as his theme is more rambunctious, like <laughs> more like swells to a higher level, and it has the entire movie. Like the strut of that Hans Zimmer escorting Lex's helicopter off the roof is is like a peak, like Lex is living high. Yeah, and the fact that we even go from this to where Martha actually is and the music dies down. It's still playing, but it's like, yeah, yeah, it's not soaring here. Well, and it goes back once it cuts to the warehouse, it goes back to the, the piano, like the, the initial piano from like when he was on the, the scout ship. But yeah, we get, we get a glimpse of the warehouse, uh, which, which I know we're excited to talk about, but the warehouse, this, this great shot into the closed door. And then Martha is revealed. So we know Martha's alive. The minute ends with the reveal of Martha, and then I think it ends on KG Beast confirmed as the person staring at her. Yeah, that we now know where he is. Well, because we saw him, he was he was. Uh, well, we saw him take Lois. Yeah. I guess we didn't necessarily see him when Martha was abducted, though. I always find it fitting when the music gets subdued and it's him. It's like <laughs> yeah. he's he's in this, like he's doing it, but he's not. You know, he's not twirling his mustache. Even the way that he looks at Martha is sort of like I'm aware of how this night might go. Well, and off screen, you know, he's got, he just checked his phone and he got the emoji text from Lex <laughs> that was like, like thumbs up, thumbs up, bat, bat, dollar sign. A gif of like Jack Nicholson nodding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that is the end of the minute. 
I'm left here pondering the uh, the the fate of Martha Kent along with everybody else, unsure of how this is going to go. And I think more than anything, we've built to the climax of Lex's scene and are now sliding down into acceptance that Lex is truly sort of in control here. The trap is laying. There is no easy way to solve this. And like Martha, we are kind of, well, Martha and KG Beast, we're kind of left just looking at each other not knowing what's going to happen next. Also, just uh, from the way that it's engaging the audience at this point, after we get this huge dump of dialogue and plot and reveals and et cetera from Lex, then the fact that the second half of this minute is just silence and and or not silence, but there's no dialogue, but there's music is like to let it sink in for the audience because anyone who knows Batman and anyone who knows Superman is thinking, well, they're going to get like they get out of these things. Like that's what they do, right? Is they avoid... The you know you put Batman or Superman in a corner and they 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 figure out a way to to not have to play Lex's game and so I think that that it sort of leaves the audience thinking like okay how does Superman avoid having to confront Batman or he's gonna go get him on his side right or is he gonna go find Martha um, and I guess actually at this point it, there's a deleted scene which we've never I guess there's never been anything revealed from it but but uh, Snyder says. That initially Superman went up and tried to listen to find her, right? But all he could hear was just all these other atrocities happening across Metropolis and around the world, and couldn't separate out his mother's voice from all of that, which is obviously kind of dark and and scary. It would be a real, I think it would have been really cool. But if speaking of the way the pacing here is going, I understand like after breaking the minute down into single minute chunks, it's like, oh yeah, no, that that is a minute chunk that just doesn't belong in this flow. Even if it's a cool addition to the story, I can see that throwing the pacing off. And and they already, like we know, that doesn't add anything to the story that we don't already know either. Lex's grand, you know, operatic reveal and the way he's laying out his master plan, it fits for the first half of the minute because the second half is, it's confirmation that the reality is not any better here. <laughs> it's not as theatrical. It's just, no, they really do have her in a room somewhere and they're waiting to kill her. Yeah. And on that note, we'll bring uh, minute 118 to a close. Poor Martha, 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 Martha. We will continue to see her, thankfully, in the next minute, unthankfully, still in that room. But for right now, we'll say thank you to everyone for listening. Please stay tuned for the next episode. And in the meantime, continue to share the podcast. Give us a review on iTunes. Support the podcast at patreon.com slash Snyder Minute. And strap in, because if you think this minute was scintillating, wait until we get to minute 119. Well, Stephen, when we started recording, we had 58 minutes of the movie left. Now it's less. Perfect. 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 Perfect.